Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Home and home. Joe Shasky, 95.7, the Bay Area. Joe Shasky, we're talking about texting because it was interesting to hear George Kittle reveal the flaw. The one flaw about Jimmy G is that he doesn't text back at all doesn't text back George Kittle's questions about the play calling. Is that Jimmy's only flaw? And how do you feel about a bad texter? Well, first off, I'm the guy who's notorious for having everybody on mute. Like there's nothing worse than being like completely bombarded with texts in the middle of the show. I call it the private show. I tell some of my boys, stop sending me the private show. I don't care about your sports takes in the middle of me trying to do my sports show. It totally distracts me. Um, Regarding Jimmy Garoppolo's flaws, I I mean, the guy, look, you want to know what the guy's football flaw is? The guy's football flaw is he hasn't been asked to throw the ball outside the numbers often this year that's one area if you're looking for an actual on-field flaw that i would be looking to expose it's making jimmy garoppolo throw the ball outside the numbers that's just something that shanahan doesn't ask him to do a whole lot and that's something that it seems like he's reluctant to do he's reluctant to just let it rip on those big deep outs um those really difficult across field throws so uh, regarding his texting, I mean, I told Jimmy G, stop dating porn stars. Don't tweet a whole lot. If you don't text your buddies back, it's not the end of the world, to be honest with you. Every now and then, we got a buddy who we call the hermit, right? I mean, it's okay. I want my quarterback to be a giant nerd. I don't want to be him out at the club at 3 in the morning, Snapchatting, texting, tweeting. Like, less is more, bro, especially when you're the face of the franchise. Uh... Dave, uh, I have the evidence for you right here. <laughs> this, I'm not came in, this came in a minute ago while Joe was talking. I love you the most for sure. Uh, four exclamation points. And then love you the most. Five exclamation points. Exactly. She must have started listening to the show or watching the show. <laughs> and then she said, no contest. I, I think that deserves another boom. Joe, is that tangible evidence that my mom loves me more than Dave's mom loves him? Yeah, I guess, but I'm more curious on where the hell are you right now? Are you in the cabin in the woods with J.J. Watt? Like, seriously, look at that room this guy is in. I mean, geez, Louise. I guess it is uh, proof, though, that your mom loves you more. My mom will send me a text message in the middle of something very important. Like, I'm in the middle of the fourth quarter of a CYO basketball game. She's like, where are you? It's like, leave me alone. Leave me alone. I'm trying to dial up an inbound play right now, Ma. Yeah, so, Joe, I'm, I'm in a hotel room in Miami. I'm going, uh, I'm going to the radio row in uh, an hour after we're done with the show. So, yes, this is my glorious hotel room. I can open it up a little bit. You want to, I got a tremendous view of that building right there. 
whatever that building is. Um, I want to go back to the Jimmy G thing, though, for a second. Is there anybody, Joe, that's not totally sold yet? Or is there any part of you, like, are you 100% sure that he's the guy for the next 10 years? Or is it 99.5%, Joe? Man, Ross, that is such a great question. I think that you have to look at the dichotomy of Niner fans. Even when Steve Young, back-to-back MVPs, was taking this team to the NFC Championship game, I had people like my grandfather and my dad saying, you know... He's got to win the big one if he wants to be Joe Montana. And that's kind of always been the standard, unfortunately, that the the quarterback who is the 49ers' current quarterback has been chasing. It's been ghosts. Jeff Garcia had a three-time Pro Bowl career with the Niners, 4,000 yards, three consecutive years. Ah, but he's never won the big one. And that's always going to be the case. Now, you ask me, is he the quarterback for the next 10 years? You know, I learned just a couple of years ago with Colin Kaepernick nobody is a lock for more than two or three years as a quarterback anywhere. I mean, I thought Colin Kaepernick was going to be this team's quarterback for 15 years. I really did. And and, and we were all wrong. So is Jimmy the quarterback right now for the next couple of years? Absolutely. But stuff happens so quick in the league. Injuries. I mean, I saw Navarro Bowman go from a Hall of Fame trajectory to the guy can't even walk, you know, for six months. It's football so violent. The game changes so quick. And so rapidly, nothing is a given. He's the great quarterback for right now for what this team wants to do. A lot of people have faith in him. But I do think in the back of 49er fans' minds, it's like, man, I don't know. He's got to win the big one to really prove to us that that he's the dude. And that might be handing the ball off 40 times this next game uh, and only throwing the ball 15 times. Who knows what the template is for a victory. But until you hoist the Lombardi, Niner fans are never going to give you that benefit of the doubt. Talking to Joe Shasky, the Butcher Boy, 95-7, the Bay Area, about the big game. And let's continue on, Jimmy Garoppolo, because uh, on its surface, one would think Andy Reid puts all, all the chips on stopping this running game. How to do it? Not that clear. How many times do you think Jimmy Garoppolo has to throw the ball to win this game? Yeah, that's a great question, Dave. I think the sweet spot's about 25 to 28 times uh, in this particular game. Uh, You're going to have to throw the ball early just to kind of get those safeties to back off the line. And that's kind of been the template, not just in the first drives in the playoffs, but throughout the entire regular season, you've seen that they go pass happy the first drive of the game, the first 15 scripted, as Shanahan's so famous for. Uh, Emmanuel Sanders has been his go-to blanket guy, especially over the middle. Debo Samuel on the quick little slants. Uh, Obviously, they want to get George Kittle involved. There's going to be a lot of little drag routes and just simple, easy throws to get Jimmy Garoppolo in rhythm. And I think that that's one area that Kyle Shanahan excels at. It's, It's getting Jimmy rhythm early and often. And I think specifically in the Viking game, he was a little errant with his throws. He was a little high early. And I think the head coach said, okay, Zimmer's all over me. I don't really have to throw the ball today. There's no point in me trying to prove something. Let's just run the ball down their throat. I just think they have to throw. I think they're going to have to throw the ball effectively just to open things up for the run game. And I think the sweet spot is between 25 and 28 throws. If he's throwing for 40 times in a game, I got a feeling that we're chasing. <laughs> and that's not a good thing. I don't want to be chasing Mahomes. And I don't want to be chasing Andy Reid. I want them to be chasing this 49er defense. So 25 to 28 is my sweet spot. 
All right, so, Joe, it's early in the week. There was a decent amount of fans, I'd say, for both teams at opening night last night. But I'm curious, what are you hearing? What's the buzz? Do you expect the Niners faithful to be out in full force this week, and in particular at the game on Sunday? I know it's a far, far trek from San Fran, but I also know a lot of San Fran people got some serious coin. What are you thinking? Okay, Ross, first and foremost, don't ever call it San Fran. It's Frisco. We hate San Fran. I don't, it, just, it drives me nuts. I can hear my dad screaming at me right now. It's San Francisco or it's Frisco or it's the city or the city by the bed. That being said, they're going to travel deep. They're going to travel deep. We got Silicon Valley money out here, man. There's a lot of people that are Fairweather fans, but they got the cash and they can go out there and drop $15,000 on a trip to Miami. My dad and my grandfather, my brother and I, we looked at tickets the minute they won the NFC Championship game. $6,000 was the cheapest individual seat. I, I was like, wow, $6,000? And then the flight over to Miami, you're looking at a five to seven, sometimes eight hour flight, depending on where your layover is. It can go anywhere from $500 to $3,000. It's just, it's a very expensive trip. But there are a lot of people in the Bay Area that got that kind of cash. And God bless them. I'm not one of them. Uh, you know, the station didn't send me down. I'm very jealous of you, Ross, right now, to be honest with you. But uh, I think that the 49er fans are going to roll deep. And if you've looked at what they've done on the road in New Orleans, uh, obviously they went, they went up to Seattle. Um, every single road game, it seems like, Lots and lots of Niner fans have showed out. So I expect that trend to continue, to be honest with you. Let me tell you one thing. Talking to Joe Shasky, 95.7, the Bay Area, the Butcher Boy, going to the game is overrated in 75% of experiences. Unfortunately, you are the one that I believe it would not be overrated for <laughs> because you are such a passionate fan. But dropping 10 grand is just not worth it, especially when you factor in the, the halftime show and the commercials. The experience in HD on your couch is better 100 out of 100 times, but it's unfortunate you can't be here for this one as they try to win their first Super Bowl in 25 years. Also interesting advice not to say Sam Fran. We're helping you out here on Home and Home, so don't say Sam Fran. Don't say Houston we have a problem. And I'll add one more. <laughs> don't ever call Boston Beantown. They hate that there. So three things not to refer to cities as. All right, Joe. Most important player on the football field for San Francisco to win that game. Could it be Richard Sherman? Could it be George Kittle? Could it be uh, obviously Jimmy G? But if they're to win this game, who's the one most important person on the football field? Wow, that is a great question. There's so many people that I want to highlight. I want to go Sherman. I want to go Bosa. I want to go Jimmy Garoppolo or Raheem Mostert. I'm going to say it's, it's one guy on each side of the ball. Kyle Juszczyk on, on offense. I think when this guy is part of the passing game and he's dominating in the run game and he's controlling where the ball is going with those motion, that pre-snap movement, and his ability to just get out and plow ground for this run game, I think he is vital. If he has a great game, I think this offense has a great game. And then defensively, I'm going to go to Fred Warner. You probably haven't heard his name a whole lot this week. Fred Warner is the most reliable linebacker we've had since Navarro Bowman and Patrick Willis. This guy is just, 
He's so mature beyond his years. He never gets too excited. He's always in the right spot. He always wraps up and makes such smart, smart plays. This guy had the green dot helmet as a rookie last year up in Minnesota, first week. I have tremendous respect for Fred Warner. I think his, his IQ is just through the roof, and his ability to make plays for this defense never gets highlighted by the casual fan. And I, I think those are the two guys that I would pick this week. You're probably not going to get many people talking about an inside linebacker and a fullback. But that's how weird this 49er team is. It's a throwback team. And when I talk about dominating the line of scrimmage, that's how they've won all their games this year. And it's because of guys like Fred Warner and it's because of Kyle Juszczyk and his domination in the run game. I mean, he dominated two weeks in a row in the playoffs. He barely touched the football. That's throwback old school football. I know Ross Tucker can appreciate that. Yeah, Joe, you are, I mean, I love both those guys. I talked to both of them last night. Uh, Juszczyk's a friend. Fred Warner, I love all the Niners linebackers. I interviewed Dre Greenlaw last night. There was nobody around him. That dude's going to a Pro Bowl in the next couple of years. <laughs> I love Dre Greenlaw. Dre Greenlaw and Fred Warner are stone-faced killers. They fly around. I asked them both the same question, Joe. You'll appreciate this. I said, can you please assure me that if Patrick Mahomes is tiptoeing through the tulips down the sideline for a 30-yard touchdown, that you won't let that happen? And they both got a big grin, and they're like, uh, yeah, I'm going to do my best. To blah, blah, blah. <laughs> I'm like, come on, bro. They're like, uh, yeah, that's not happening. <laughs> oh, man. It won't happen, which is awesome. So I got one more question, Joe, about San Fran that I wanted to ask you. And that is... <laughs> Twist the knife! <laughs> so talking about... Okay, I got a question for you, Joe. Yeah. Is both Niners and 49ers both acceptable, or is one preferred? Niners or 49ers? No, 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 no. You, you could say 49ers, Niners, uh, 40 effing Niners, as a lot of the T-shirts out here will say, a famous T-shirt Joe Montana wore in the, the early 1980s. Yeah, those are all acceptable. And uh, it's okay. You can, you can call it Frisco. You can call it San Francisco. You can call it the city by the bay. Just don't call it San Fran, and don't forget about draft. All right? Just like Eminem said. All right. I, this is the impossible thing for you to do, but we're asking you to answer just one thing, not expand on it. Our poll at RDC Home and Home, what is the must-see positional head-to-head -head battle in the Super Bowl? Is it Garoppolo Mahomes? Is it Kelsey versus Kittle? Is it Sherman versus Tyron Matthew? Or is it Reed versus Shanahan? Just give us one of those four choices. I'm going to go with Reed and Shanahan. Uh, I, I know Reed? that this is going to be... Yeah, I'm going to go with Reed and Shanahan. I know that I want to go quarterbacks, but I mean, I've seen Jimmy Garoppolo mm. throw for 40, you know, times and win in New Orleans, but I've seen him throw like 11 times and, and beat teams in the playoffs. So um, okay. I don't want to take the quarterback. And also, I've seen quarterbacks throw for 350 yards on this 49er team, and the game was already decided. So the stats were kind of hollow. Like last week, Aaron Rodgers, he threw for a bunch of empty calories. It was the Kirk Cousins special, right. as you like to call it. But uh, Andy Reid, look, this is a guy 60-something years old. He's a lifer, one of the all-time great head coaches in NFL history, one of the great play designers, one of the guys who squeezes the lemon for every ounce uh, that it's worth. And then Kyle Shanahan, 
wants to be Andy Reid someday. You know, I mean, I know we want to crown these young offensive coordinators, Sean McVay and Kyle Shanahan, but you got to do it for 10, 15, 20, 25 years. And Andy Reid's yeah. one of those guys that I just have tremendous respect for. And I think it's going to come down. I, I mean, I hate to say this. It's going to come down to the clock, guys. It's going to come down final five minutes. One of these guys is going to do something to the other on the field that's going to force the other guy into a situation where he's going to have to call a timeout. He's going to have to yeah. stuff the run. He's going to have to throw the ball. I don't know what that situation is, but I think this is going to be a close game. It's going to be a chess match. And I think at the end of the day, we are going to be dissecting the, the decision from some of these head coaches on the sideline, it sucks to say it, and we always play the results, but I think it's going to come down to Shanahan and Reed. And I, I think you look at these two teams, these are the yeah. two maybe best coach teams, guys. And and our viewers, our followers agree with you. 46% of you say Reed versus Shanahan. The last time both were in a Super Bowl, some major clock management issues. 28-3 to <laughs> with Shanahan and how Andy Reed handled the Eagles against the Patriots. So a great point by Joe Shasky, the butcher boy. 95-7 in the Bay Area. Great to talk to you, my friend. Thank you, gentlemen. Have a great day. And Ross, enjoy Miami. Dave, let's go, baby. I'm watching it from the couch. All right, baby, let's do it. It's good from the couch. It is better from the couch. Trust us. Hi, everyone. This is Dave Briggs. Thanks for listening to the Home and Home Podcast. Remember, you can watch or listen live every day from 8.30 to 10.30 a.m. exclusively on the Radio.com app or at Radio.com slash home. Home and Home. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.